you hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. So have you ever been a part of this story? You're out at the bar, you're out with a bunch of friends, and everyone looks to you because it's your turn to buy a round of shots. And you get this sinking feeling that you don't have enough money to cover it. If you've ever been in that situation, this episode is all for you. It's about overcoming the peer pressure to spend. Keep in mind, this episode is being brought to you by the Debt Free Guys Budget Buster Bundle that is available at debtfreeguys.com forward slash 142. Now, let's figure out five ways to help you overcome peer pressure to spend. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. So welcome back to another episode of Queer Money. In the Queer Money Facebook group, we got a question from Fred who asked, how do I not let peer pressure make me spend money that I don't have or that I don't want to spend? <laughs> and so that's what we're going to touch on today. And this yep. is a scenario I think many of us have found ourselves in. So one of the reasons why many of us overspend is because we don't know what we should be spending our money on. And as usual, we've created a tool specifically on this topic to help make sure that you spend for the things that you want to spend on and not for things that you're feeling pressure to spend your money on. So go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 144 and download the hopes and dreams tool that we created for you. It is a life changer. Once you get your focus, you'll be able to overcome any amount of peer pressure that you have. Exactly. So that worksheet will help you in the long term, but in the near term, we want to give you five ways to overcome that peer pressure. These are simple steps that you can take that will help you overcome the peer pressure to spend. Now, the number one way to do that is to not have the money to spend. So get rid of the debit and credit cards. Did you know that the person who uses a debit or credit card on average spends anywhere from 12 to 18% more on what they were buying because they had that debit or credit card versus having cash? So we encourage you that when you head out, when you're going out with friends or you're heading out to the bar to take the cash that you know you can spend. That means stopping at the ATM, getting the cash on Friday night on the way home from work or whenever it is, take the cash with you because you know that that's all you'll have. Now, one of the things that makes this a little bit easier is using what we used way back in the day when we were paying off our credit card debt, and that's the envelope system. That envelope system was basically envelopes that we earmarked each envelope for the amount of money and the spending category that we had set aside for. So if it was groceries, if it was entertainment, if it was buying clothes, we had specific dollar amounts set aside in those categories. Now, I know that feels a little antiquated, but the reality is it works. Using cash works. It will help you spend less. Exactly. So our second recommendation here is to, not unlike investing, you need to have an entrance and exit strategy. So what you want to do is you want to know what time you want to get there. You definitely don't want to always be the first person at whatever event or or occasion that's happening, but you also don't want to be the last person that's there. So what is your exit strategy? What is your plan B? And there's a couple things that you can do to make this work out for yourself. One is you can just let people know when you're there or in conversation that you've got to leave at you know, nine o'clock or 10 o'clock because you have a previous engagement. If that doesn't feel authentic enough to you, or you feel like people will read through that, maybe you have a friend or a parent or a colleague, whatever, call or text you at a certain time asking you 
telling you that it's time to come home or time to meet them somewhere else. And that can be sort of your, your plan B of getting out. Or you can just simply make follow-up plans that are going to be less expensive for you. So if you have a friend or a parent or a sibling or whatever, say, hey, can we meet at about eight or nine o'clock um, so that I'll, I'll go hit, I'll hang out with my friends for a little bit, have a drink with them, um, but then I'll my, use you as my plan B. And that way I won't spend up so much money when I'm out with my friends, as opposed to the opposite of ending up staying out all night with your friends, which is a scenario that David and I often found ourselves in. And um, it's definitely very expensive to be an all-nighter. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely. Our tip number three here is to focus with the end in mind. And now this is something that we pulled from Stephen, Stephen Covey's, Covey. right? Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. So you should think with your planning, your money and your uh, activities with your friends, think of what's most important. Think of what the end in mind is. What do you really want? What are your ultimate goals? Now, I'm not talking about like what's a one-night one stand or something like that. I'm talking about <laughs> some some slightly bigger goals. And you know, that's one of the reasons why we want you to download the Hopes and Dreams worksheet is because it helps you figure out what some of those bigger life goals are that you want and that you want to start setting aside money for. So remember, go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 144 to get that. But when you think about that, your higher goals, your higher purpose, your higher desires, you know, you when you have those in mind then you start to think about them more, you start to focus on them, you start to plan around them, you start to spend around them. And that is exactly what happened with John and me when we were trying to lasso our debt problem and trying to figure out how were we going to spend less money. One of the things we started asking ourselves was what's most important to us. And we had those three things for us that were having enough money for a comfortable retirement, spending our money on travel because we really absolutely loved to travel, and third, giving back money and our time to our community, our LGBT community. But when <laughs> when we landed on that travel idea, oftentimes what we ha had happened to us is when we would be out and we would say, well, do you want another margarita? And we would remind ourselves, do we want the margarita here? Or do we want on the beach in Mexico? And it was sometimes just making those simple little tweaks and asking ourselves that question, what do we really want? What's more important to us? Then all of a sudden we said, oh yeah, we don't want that extra margarita. And so we cut back our spending just kind of out of cause of asking ourselves these questions, which really helped us then be able to pay off our debt and take the vacation to Mexico. <laughs> And I don't know about you, but now I want a margarita. <laughs> so recommendation number four is as much etiquette as it is about personal finance. But if you're not going to buy a round of drinks for your friends because you don't want to or you don't have the money, then don't participate in the round of drinks. You don't want to be that guy or that girl that um, <laughs> after a while people are like, oh, they're kind of a cheapskate or they never cover their way or they're always freeloading off of us. You don't want to be that person. Right. So you know what your money goals are and then be honest from the entire process, start to finish the entire night of sticking to those goals and not pretending that you're going to buy a round of drinks or even suggesting or having people thinking that this is uh, all going to be fair and square with everybody. If you're not going to be able to buy that round of drinks, don't participate. And the minute that you give in, it's downhill. So <laughs> stick with your constitution. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes all you have to do is just excuse yourself from the group or you think you see everybody's kind of at that point where somebody's going to start asking, do you want to participate or I'm going to head into the bar. You can just step away from the group or just flat out tell everyone. <laughs> so one of the other important things, and this is our fifth step, is to have a buddy, have an accountability partner, a sponsor, someone you work with. Now we're not talking about 
AA here, but we're talking about somebody who understands what you're working on, what you're trying to do. Remember, you're not the only one out there who's trying to improve themselves financially. Probably half of your group, if not more, of the people you hang out with regularly either are trying to or should be trying to (laughs) improve themselves financially. So sometimes you can set the tone by saying, hey, I'm going to cut myself off after two drinks, or I don't want to buy a round of shots because I don't have the money right now. I'm saving saving my money for something else. And you know, honestly, that is one of the best ways is if you tell people that you're saving your money for something that they think is great too. Say, for example, you want to take that trip to Mexico. Mexico, you tell everybody you're saving your money for that, they're going to be all for it. They're going to want to support you in those kinds of goals. Like, how can I go to Mexico? (laughs) Exactly. So, all right. So that's point number five. Remember that if you want to focus on and get a hold of all of these goals and wrap it around this idea of overcoming peer pressure, you need to have true hopes and dreams. So jump on over to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 144 and grab the hopes and dreams worksheet. Thanks again. Thank you very much. So if you find yourself too often in the situation where you're wanting to spend money when you're out with your friends, but you know you cannot, use the five tips from this podcast. Get a buddy and ask them to listen to this episode as well. Remember, you're not the only one wanting to make financial progress. You could be helping someone else just as much as you're helping yourself. Keep in mind, this episode was brought to you by the Budget Buster Bundle, available at debtfreeguys.com forward slash 142. Go check it out. We'll see you next week. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.